This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, Mm. March 20th. The year is 2023. Definitely a great time to be alive in this crazy world. And uh, today we're going to have another back to the basic session. So I'm going to go over the numbers for last week, which were excellent again. And then uh, since Lee is not going to be able to join us today, he has some personal issues to take care of. I'm going to go and play you a video he selected for today with one and only Zig Ziglar. Going back to the old school. Matt Kalanki knows what I'm talking about. Old school is the new school, right? So let's go over the leaderboard first. We had some tremendous numbers, uh, over 107,000 in business last week. So I think that's like six weeks in a row where we are over 100. So looking at top of the leaderboard, uh, Louis Nelson, this is his all-time record, four deals for 12,000. 218. So let me see if we can get Lewis on. Lewis, are you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. <clears throat> okay, so it's been up and down in the last month or so, and then poof, 12,000 weeks. So what was different last week, Lewis? Um, the process was really different, just calling, making dials, following up, following up, following up, annoying people till they answered me. Um, I guess it just kind of clicked that week. I got, can't be mad at it. Okay. And and tomorrow you and I are going to have a little bit deeper dive going into the process details. But again, a great week. And as we like to say, when you look at the long term, when you look at like a four-week period, one week is going to be tremendous like Louis just had. One week is going to be complete crap where you're like, what did I sign up for? This is terrible. And then two, the other weeks are going to be completely average, which is going to be three to five X of the leads invest. That's what it is, right? So looking forward to hearing from Louis tomorrow in more detail. Uh, Marsha had a pretty good week there, uh, seven deals, 93.05. So Marsha, what, what worked for you last week? That would be making dials. <laughs> making dials. It's the same thing, you know, make the dials, follow up. Um do the best you can and keep people out of fully underwritten. Yeah, that's another thing we talked about a lot. You know, fully underwritten might look good on paper, but it's not even a 50-50 proposition. It's more like a 40% proposition. So it's like playing a roulette and you know you're going to lose 60% of the time. (laughs) You still want to play roulette. I don't know. If you're looking for some excitement, you might, but if you're going to get paid, might not be a best, best idea. Okay. So we're going to talk about a little bit more uh, over the training, how to avoid getting into those. So you guys can get paid and people get protected. 
Then we have Sean Chadwell. Very, very solid week for Sean. Four deals, $9,030. So Sean, this might be one of those. It could be the best best week for you this, this year, right? Um, no. no? I think that's about, quite frankly, I'm shocked at that number. I, I wasn't expecting that. I just, what did I do? I don't know what I always do. Dial, make calls, run appointments. <laughs> so that's it. turned out to be a good week as far as submissions go. So, uh, yeah. Just the put same a, thing. Put the blinders on and, you know, good things will happen. Uh, another person that has been grinding, as you guys can see on the video, she's still grinding. Terry Wysong, 12 deals, the most on the team last week, uh, 9,000 for Kerry. So, Kerry, uh, give us some uh, some assessment of last week. Are you happy with 9,000? No. I mean, a lot of them were those big fatties, uh, but they were the fully underwritten, you know, stuff. So I, I am making my adjustments and formulating my plan so that I can. So, yeah, we just have to figure out how to make sure we stay in the simplified issue lane, period. And honestly, um, I didn't even get through. I think uh, Coach K said something. I didn't even get through all my leads last Monday. So I should have even had more like it has to be your absolute goal to have all of those dialed by noon. It just has to be. And so, yeah, no, I'm okay. not happy with that number. So. Okay. High achiever. He's not, she's not happy with nine, nine K. So uh, Mariana, this is the best week for her since she came back from her sabbatical. So four deals, 85, 67. So uh, Mariana, what worked for you last week? So I had to change some numbers as I wasn't getting um, in front of enough people the fault the previous week. And I do have Mojo, but for some reason, it hasn't been working um, the best for me. And a lot of people, are, and I only use one line, right? Dialer. People are hanging up, might be an internet issue, but as I am, as they're answering. So I've been dialing manually and just trying to slow down and not rush through the dials. And uh, this is where I'm getting a little more success just on the follow-ups, just manually dying through like a Google voice number and everybody's answering my new number. So uh, follow-ups, dialing, I mean, manually dialing takes a lot of, a long time i, I do uh, agree with carrie wise song like it, it mentally emotionally it's just uh, it feels differently when you start dialing early and get a you know through half of the dials for the day at least by noon um but if if i get some people on the on the phone i try to be flexible run the appointment um you know i, I still do believe the best time to dial is now so just trying to go through the numbers that is it that is it so still 8500 not bad you, once you optimize that, you could be in that double-double territory. Then we have uh, Bridget Ingwa, another great week for our probably highest performing part-timer at Equus Financial, uh, seven deals, 67.92. Then we have Erica, uh, three deals for 46.59. Then we have John Cranford, another solid week for John, three deals, 44.92. Uh, Tristan, if you ask Justin, it was probably a low week for him, but still four deals for 44.28. A lacy call, brand new agent, second week on a job, 42.65 with three deals. John Moncrest had a really good week. This might be the best one for John. Three deals, 41.38. Uh, Becca McKay, three deals, 4,075. Uh, Jamar, in his mind, he probably had an off week, 33.90 for a couple of deals. Nikki Moore, two deals, 25, 26. Coach K, one deal, 
24.82, which means he's going to mean revert big time this week. Uh, Crystal White, one deal, 23.28. Uh, Michael N2, one deal, 22.71. Mark Cormier, scratch for 2,000. Matt Kalanke, scratch for almost 2,000. Uh, Preston had a couple of deals for 1,800. Uh, Mitchell Brooks, a couple of deals, 17.21. Renata had a nice deal for 13.16. A Lee scratch for 11.09 and Michael Hager scratch. So overall, that's what it was. 24 people wrote business, 107,000 in uh, premiums. Not a bad week. We can do better. We will do better. We had a record number of uh, bonus leads allocations on Friday. And that's going to really drive the volume. There is no doubt about it. So before everybody gets really, really, really heavy into this dialing, Lee, Lee requested me to play this video for you guys because this is oldie but goodie and this might help you. So let's go to Mr. Zig here. Beyond any reasonable doubt. You're going to build your sales career to the fullest. You've got to do something that 95% of all salespeople never do. They never deliberately train themselves on how to use their voices more effectively. They don't do any work toward developing voice inflection and voice modulation. The very first thing I would recommend you do is record your sales presentation. Start recording from the beginning of the conversation all the way through how you manage objections and to close the sale. Then listen several times to what you have said and the way you have said it. You're going to be amazed to discover that your effectiveness, notwithstanding, much of what you say is superfluous. In other words, you talk too much and you often speak in a monotone. You will be shocked at the non-answers you give to questions and objections and the number of times you heard what the prospect said but missed what he was saying. When you listen back to your presentation, ask yourself, would I buy from that person? I will give you just one example of how you can use your voice effectively in a sales presentation. Although I must point out that your voice is critical in all parts of the presentation, here I am going to talk about the close. When you have asked for the order and you get a price question, and I am sure that every salesperson watching this sales lesson has at one time or another encountered a price objection. Well, when your prospect says that price is too high, or that is more than we were prepared to pay, or that much is not in our budget, you can repeat almost verbatim what the prospect said, but make your voice inflection and the sentence up high so that it sounds like a question. The price is too high? That is more than you are prepared to pay? The voice inflection is important here because you're creating a situation that forces him to defend his statement instead of you justifying the price. That's quite a difference. One puts you on the defense and the other puts you on the offense. The difference is substantial. This is a simple technique, but it's not easy. It will help you to clearly understand the prospect's objection. 
is it really price or is it something else? To apply this information today, I want to strongly encourage you to record your presentation and listen back to it. That will be one of the most critical things you can do to help yourself move to the next level of success in your sales career. Secondly, practice saying this next sentence with emphasis placed on different words to make the sentence have a different meaning. The sentence, I did not say he stole her money, said with no inflection, it comes across as a statement of fact. However, it can have different meanings by changing your voice inflection. For example, I did not say he stole her money, implies the statement was said, but by someone else. I did not say he stole her money is a vigorous denial that you said it. I did not say he stole her money, hence that you might have implied it, but you didn't say it. I did not say he stole her money, implies that someone other than the accused stole the money. I did not say he stole her money. Maybe he borrowed it, but certainly didn't steal it. I did not say he stole her money, hence that you got the wrong victim. It was someone else's money that this thief stole. I did not say he stole her money, suggests that he might have stolen something, but certainly not her money. They are the same words, but with an educated change in your voice inflection, you can make those eight words say eight different things. Practicing this sentence with different emphasis, places on different words, will help you train your voice to have more inflection, which makes you more interesting to listen to and helps you to communicate more effectively. Okay, so that is that classic, and especially with us doing everything on the phone, your voice inflection is your body language. It just is. And more you're able to change those inflection points, more interesting you will sound, and more attention people will pay. So one of the people that uh, practice this a lot is Marsha. And Marsha kind of recognizes things right now. And she's almost unconsciously competent right now. She just does this thing without knowing that she does it, right? So, uh, so Marsha, share some of your 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 thoughts on on these uh, voice inflections. Oh, I love this. Um, it just makes you pay attention to what you're doing, and it makes it a lot more fun. I love that just repeating back their words with raising your voice because it. Um, it makes them come forward to you instead of you start backpedaling, then they, you know, backpedaling, then they've, they've, they think they won and, and the game over. So when you go, Oh, you think the price is too high. It, it's, I had an old boss one time and I was complaining about something and he said, well, um, when someone's talking about something and you don't want to really respond, you go, Oh, I see. He said, you don't have to say anything that says that you're agreeing with them, but they feel a connection to you. And then you're able to move on. 
but you don't have to jump into that pool. And it's kind of the same thing. You're you're repeating it back so they feel heard. And then sometimes then they get honest with you about what the real deal is because they feel this, they, they feel like you care, right? So it, it, this he's just brilliant. I love what he says. So I'm I'm probably more like Robert says, a little bit more unconscious about it. I just talk to the people and I've been doing it for a while. And so I just relate to them the way that I'd want people to relate to me. But as you guys heard, Marcia, in the last two minutes, she's not monotone. She changes inflection. Just that's her personality. She understands everything. She moves her arms. <laughs> this, right? But you just got to find your, your movement. You got to find your flow. Once you're in a flow, you just go with the flow and good things will happen. So I even give my clients high fives. If they've got good weight, I go, hey, that's a high five. Awesome. Good job. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, so I know today is a, is a very busy day. A lot of dials need to be made. These, these leads need to be reached. It's going to be another great day. I'm going to hand this over to Marsha now. We will still have a rookie roundtable. I'm not sure if uh, Lee is going to be there or not, but we will still have that open. So you guys have fun today. Book yourself as many appointments as possible and clear those lists today and good things will happen, guaranteed. So Marsha, all yours. Okay, and remember, Coach K's big tip is as you're setting that appointment, you say, hey, can you do me a favor? Grab a pen and paper and write down this number and, and you ask them, can you just do me a favor and let me know if, if you're not going to be able to make that meeting? After you've already said, you know, is there anything can stop you? And that can you do me a favor makes a big difference. They do want to do you a favor. People do want to be nice. And you're going to get, if they're going to probably consider the appointment closer. And number two, they're going to be like, well, you know what? I said I would do that. Now, will everybody be courteous? No, but more than if you didn't ask. So you got to ask for the order. That's so it. let's go get them, guys. Um, biggest thing you have to remember is they need us. They need this. They did look. They walked in that mattress store, not because they love their bed, but because there's a spring popping up. It's lumpy. Something's wrong. They need your help. They may not say so, but you have to know so. So just take that assumptive that you know that you're needed. And if someone's giving you the, uh, 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 we'll move on. You've got a lot of people to talk to. You can, you can check with them next week, but don't, you do not have to squeeze blood out of a turnip. Okay. So if they want it, great. If they don't, next. Maybe it's next week. But you don't lose sleep over it because you got better things to do. Okay. So, enough chit chat. Let's roll.